Eagles Entertainment. Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Wednesday, January 25th, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. As far as Brock Purdy goes, did you, I know you didn't draft a quarterback last year, but did you see on your radar at all, even after the draft period? Sure, you do your homework on everybody. And then a, a guy that has won as many games and has many records as he does, of course, you're going to do your homework on, on him. And, uh, you know, he, and, he, and he had a really good college tape, that's for sure. And he has good pro tape. So, um, you know, he, he's done a nice job since he's gotten to this league. During the bye week, did you think that some of the you know, opponents you could have faced were the teams you had already played? Did you do any work ahead on the matters? No, no, because there was no possibility for us to play him that, that, that week. How are AJ and Avante looking for Sunday? I'm sorry. How are AJ and Avante looking? Uh, yeah, uh, we're we're expecting everybody to to be you know doing stuff at practice today, so uh, we're hopeful. Um, you know, we're hopeful uh, that that they're going to be ready to go. Um, you know, and so and then but we'll take it one day at a time. The finalists for coach of the year came out. You're now one of the top three. Oh man. Huh? Um, hey, uh, Bob. Bob did just tell me that right when we when we walked down here. Um, yeah, uh, you know that's that's something I can't control, um, and those awards are nice and and everything like that. Uh, I'm really happy for Jalen and and Shane that they that they're that they're uh, on that. But you know we have obviously much bigger things uh, ahead and uh, on our sites than than individual awards. On that on that topic, uh, what is your case for Jalen? Uh, yeah, um, shoot, his his body of work speaks for, speaks for itself. Um, He's been. He's had a. He's had a phenomenal year. Um, now I get to watch it. I'm, I'm biased, right? And I get to watch every one of his games and, and correct every one of his games. I don't. Obviously, I know there's other players that've been playing good as well. Um, but again, I think Jalen's going to say the same thing. Yeah, awards are, are nice, but we have we have much bigger team goals uh, in mind. And I hope Jalen wins it, right? He, he you know, because you want that for your players. And um, and he's had a great year. Um, and but I know there's there's other people deserving as well. Um, he's just going to continue to go about his business and, and get ready for this next game. Nick, you talked about uh, home field advantage a lot sometimes when you're on the road. But as an offensive coach. Uh, what does that do to affect communication typically when you have that sort of? Uh, yeah, you, I mean, you have to do different things with your snap count. You have to do different things with your signals uh, and, and your communication out to the perimeter. Um, you got to do different. It's just everything. Everything's got to be done. I mean, you know, you know, with without being able to speak to each other, so you have to signal different things, and 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 so there's just there's just a lot that that has to happen um, because of the noise and. You know, we we know how much work we put in when we go to a to a rowdy, um, you know, stadium. Um, there's a lot of work that's be that has to be done. You don't just do it game day. You have to practice it just like you practice everything else. And so, you know that that's you know that's just that's a big advantage. That, that is a big advantage for the defense. It's a big advantage uh, for the you know the defense home team, obviously. And it's a big advantage for the home team, and so, and we know how good our fans are here, um, and how how rowdy they are, how loud they are. This place is incredible, and uh, you know this is, you know, obviously you get the buy when you get the one seed, but you also get the home field advantage, and and that's it, and those are and they're equally as important. How does your preparation and message, if at all, change this week? Yeah, you know that you know what I'm going to say, right? 
Uh, did you reach out to anybody in terms of like guys who've been through to, uh, up to this stage since you? you um, no, I mean the schedule. The schedule being a, a normal week, still the same, and so. Um, you know, as far as as far as the message and, and the the whole thing, it, it doesn't change, right? You don't you don't do something for this long and and have a successful. You know, you're, you're tweaking things and you're tweaking your process at all times. Do you fully just completely go one way or the other? No, you be you're you're always in the uh, in the in the business of saying how am I going to get my process as good as I possibly can, and it's an it's an ever evolving thing. Um, and so we just stick to the same thing we've been doing, and and we'll you know we're because you don't want to make it again. There's always a scenario in the NFL where you can make it bigger than than just the next game, and whether that's the playoffs, whether that's a guy going to his hometown, whether that's a guy playing against his former team, whether that I mean, there's so many different scenarios that you can do that with. So we just remain uh, stick true to the process, and 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 be in one day at a time. We talk so much about players on this stage and how they handle the pressure of that. How about you personally? Um, yeah, I mean, again, it's it's our next game. It's our next game and it's our next opportunity to play for each other. Um, when you're, you, again, you go through your process of everything like this and it's everything. We're in Philly, first of all, and the, and the pressure's... It, Again, I, I've told this story a thousand times, right? Where, hey, we, you know, it's gonna last year, right? It's gonna be, it's it's okay. We're in a rebuilding year, and we were in that first preseason game. We were getting drummed at halftime, and we were getting booed. So, um, you know, we know the expectations here, and we know our expectations. That you know, it's, it's the expectations of this great city and these great, this great fan base. But it's also our expectations. We don't get to this point in our profession with saying. Hey, you know, not every game's not important. Not every and every practice isn't important. Like we're here for a reason. It's because we have that competitive drive, and and so, and then when your when your main goal of every week is to improve and to not let your guy down next to you, you know, and and to make sure that you're doing your job because you love your teammate, you love your 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 players, then that's all the motivation you need, and that's and that's. That's a lot of, you know, when you're playing it, and again, I've said the greatest motivation is love. It, it, it 100% is. And so when you're playing for your teammates and when you're playing for your, your coaching for your players and your players are playing for their coaches, there's no greater motivation. And, and, that's, and that's, that's a high pressure, and that's, and that's every week and that's every day of our preparation. Hey, Nick, we saw you uh, last week mugging for the camera on the sidelines. You've seen it. It was like standing. right in my face. and I, That was juice. We were up. We were up. Uh, we were up a, a couple scores. And and it just it was like right there. Like I don't know. It's the, 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 that was the first thing that came to my mind. I guess that's just who I am. Uh, yeah, we've seen that. We've seen you know, yelling at the you know into the stands and things like that. Like that demonstrative nature, maybe even playing the role of antagonist uh, sometimes. Is that something that's always been with you? And where's <laughs> yeah? You can ask some of the, the people from the neighboring high schools that, or the neighboring or the rival colleges. You can ask some some John Carroll guys or Baldwin Wallace guys or some. I know my my brother. Um, my brother married a girl from our rival high school, um, kind of rival, a little smaller school, and it's, they have all sorts of, of family members uh, there. Um, and my brother will go to an event in there and at, at Randolph, and he'll be like, "You know, the people there still don't like you from all the, from all that from all the things that you did when you were when you were playing against them." So I guess that's kind of been, uh, you know, I, I'll do. I guess my what I give to my team and what my, what I'm trying like all I care about is our team and I, I'm not really concerned about anything else that um, 
you know, anybody thinks except for our team and uh, trying to help those guys be in position to make plays and make them the best football players they possibly can be. Nick, um, I guess, yeah, I guess after you said that, the first person that came to mind was Chauncey. So, <laughs> what's the what's the benefit to you of having guys like like Kelsey Fletcher, hmm. BG Lane, who've, who've been here for a decade? They've been through everything, ups and downs, Super Bowl. Yeah. What does that I mean, it's it's everything, you know, in the in the sense of oh, I, I've said this before too. Like when I first um, got the job here, right? I, I said I wasn't like other first year head coaches, and why do I say that? And, and why I said that was because I had these unbelievable players that have been to the mountaintop that have played in this league for ten plus years, and you know, two on the offensive line, two on the defensive line, and. Like that's a huge, huge advantage to have those leaders on your football team. We have great people on this football team, and we have great leaders on this team. And so to have those guys that have been to the the top of the mountain and know what it, and know what it takes, like that, you know, that's we got great leaders, and they and they lead the way, um, you know, with how do you practice, with how you prepare, um, with how you play in a, in any game, um, you know. And they've been in this game, and then we have guys too, like it may not have been in the but. That have played in big time college games as well, um, and so you know that that winning right that the 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 knowing what it takes to be successful. Um, you know, if you play ten years in this league, you're successful, right? Knowing what and and the wins that they've they've had, that's obviously a huge advantage uh, for our football team. Yeah, you know, it's it's day by day. You know, obviously he's going to be sore. I'll let Lane tell you how he feels. We, you know, he he came he came out. We feel like healthy from that from that game and played a really good game. Um, you know, against good competition with the Giants, and uh, you know, we're just happy to have him back out there. And and we and and again, I'll let him answer how his body feels. But I'm sure he was sore coming out of it. Um, but you know, we're we're excited that he's back and and because he's one of the best offensive tackles. Uh, if not the best offense tackle, he is the best offensive tackle in the NFL. What kind of things, kind of things did you do when you were in college? You know that other colleges guys. From I don't know. That was too long ago. That was too long ago. It was probably just the same celebration stuff and a little chit chat here and there. Nothing that stands out. Nothing that stands out. What was the thinking behind the um, the two attempted uh, fakes to, to draw off the Giants, um, and why didn't it work? Um, yeah. I think that that's a competitive advantage. If I get into that, I'm gonna I'm gonna just uh, not answer that question. Can you talk about the team, team leaders and the fact that you guys have been the Super Bowl, but on the flip side, there's a lot of people, you know, yourself as a head coach, that have never been there, and you're so close now you can taste it. So as a human and a competitor, how do you kind of stay in that same mindset without looking ahead, being that you're you're, you're right there? Um. You know, I, I, Frank Reich would always say this to me, and I, and I loved when he would say this. He said, "No man suddenly becomes different than his cherished thoughts and habits." Meaning, suddenly, no, no one suddenly becomes different, right? You are who you've been all the whole time. So it's just because, like, and it goes back to the, oh, this is a bigger game than this or this. They've all been big, and right, and just because you're in this moment doesn't mean like I show a picture to the team every every week of a, a mountain right and there's the top of the mountain but it is strictly you know you can see it but the guy's vision is just on those steps right there and so when you're when your focus is that 
for 17 weeks or 18 weeks or whatever heck week we're on right now. It's been a long, it's been a long season. What, whatever it is right now, your focus doesn't change just because the, the situation or the game around you changes or the opponent changes. You still focus on one step at a time. The, the higher you climb on the mountain, right, and this is an analogy of a mountain and this is an analogy of a football team, I get it, like it gets windier, right? It gets the, the conditions get tougher. It gets a little steeper. It uh, gets a little harder to breathe, right? And so now what an unbelievable time to just focus on the next step and the next step and the next step and don't look up. And so um, I got kind of goosebumps thinking about that like because that's what we've been doing all year. I mean, that's just what, we've, what we do, and no man suddenly becomes different than his cherished thoughts and habits. As a follow-up to the question about expectations, Jeffrey Lurie spoke to the team after uh, you guys clinched about the news you had before the season. What's your recollection of that meeting um, You know, obviously, Mr. Lurie and I, we, we'll have conversations out on the, that field and after games and everything like that. I'll keep I'll keep a lot of those conversations private, but you know he, he's always every conversation is always about how much he he believes in us, uh, which is great to hear the the head of the organization and the owner of the team uh, and the leader of the organization tell you that and and how he'll do anything he can do to to help us do our jobs and and you can feel that and you and the players can feel that and we got we got the best owner in the NFL. Going back to 2021, the I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sure. He said you didn't blink when he talked about what I guess the goal was this year, what the expectation was this year. Um, what was your thinking at, 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 at that point? Want to want to make sure that I to do my best job for you know for a guy that's giving me everything he's got. I'm gonna give him everything I got. Going back to 2021, when you changed the offense midseason, did you anticipate it evolving the way it has? I think surprised you along the way. Um, no, I mean, it, it, yeah, it's, that's, you don't just change. It, we've, we adapt and we get things, you know, doing things more of what we've been doing and stuff like that. And so it wasn't like it was this whole flip of a, a change, right? And so it was just, hey, everybody wants immediate um, success. And I get it. That's part of this league. Everybody wants immediate hey, answers, everything. But it, sometimes it takes time to figure out, exactly who you are as a football team and what and what you're good at and um, what you need to continue continue on with and what you need to table off to the side and what you need to get better at all, all the different things right and so that that's a process it takes time um, um, and bye weeks are really important for that your off-season studies are really important that for your your week-to-week studies are really important to that and so it was a gradual work into hey here's what we're doing well and I think um, you know as we as we continued to you know we're still figuring that out we're still man we're pretty good at this like there's still t- conversations that are happening like the bye week a couple of weeks ago it's like man we're good at this I didn't I didn't know we were this good at this so this is a constant evolving right if you're not if you're not adapting and evolving you're going to get passed up and so um, it's a constant involvement it's a constant part of going back to our process of how we how we go about it and try to perfect our process and you know we're playing really good offensive football right now and we got great we have great offensive line we got a great quarterback um, skill guys uh, running backs we're you know it's how he's done a great job of putting this putting this team together and uh, and uh, we're playing good football right now in offense two more please Yeah, he he really is. Uh, you know, he's always here. He's always here, and and he's 
he's you know he grew up in a in a football family his dad's a, his dad's a football coach and and you know, speaking of another guy that's his dad's a football coach you don't leave that building and he's and he's still he's his dna it's in his DNA to be here at all times working on his craft. And whether that's in the weight room, whether that's in the training room, whether that's in the film room, this guy is obsessed with getting better. He's obsessed with getting better. The thing I really admire about that is that he doesn't allow, again, the, the, the season can go like this, right? And it, it does that, and that's just the, the nature of the season. But he doesn't allow the highs or the lows of the season dictate his next move. And he is. That's, he is so even-keeled, and he's so locked in to just that, that will to win. You, again, it's, it's, it's all that. It's all the, him being, you know, being here, him leading his teammates, him um, you know, connecting with his teammates, all those different things. But I do find, like what you said, he's just so even-keeled. I find that a big part of his will to win, right, in, in the sense of like, yeah, I just played Like he just played an unbelievable game. But he's got this look on his face, like I can do more. I'm gonna get better from it. Like, it, like it, it, it's amazing. And that, and that, like when you really do study, like one of my favorite things to do. I've said it in here a thousand times. Like, is to study great coaches, to study great teams, to study great players. And that was that that denom- that common denominator of Kobe and and Michael Jordan of just like, how do I get better? How do I get better? He's obsessed with it. Like I, I can't. I can't say it enough. It's probably hard for me to completely explain um, exactly how obsessed he is. And, but I think that's why he is like this. Like, and it's just like, I'm going to get better from this. Like, it's an excitement, and it, he's, he's special. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.